Lime, duh. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Let's do it again, baby. Comedians of Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Dutsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling, Donnie Wrestling, a.k.a. Donnie Capri, from that time I went to Italy. Erase your mind. A.K.A. day Goof. Ha. Raja. I love myself. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, 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 wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, 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 she is mine and <coughs> Holy motherfucking shit. Shock the system. Damn She's fine. <laughs> what up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with, with another one of our episodes with spicy, spicy wrestling reactions. Oof. Hold on, before we get into it and I introduce who's in studio, let me just crack into it. Oof. It was a good one. What flavor? Lime. What? <laughs> well, that's the problem when you do that before you introduce who is in the studio. But I got to tell you, I just opened, obviously, a lime McCroy. Delicious. Hold on, let me take a sip. What flavor is that, Dan? Lime. Duh. Uh, I actually like, I like th that's a good one better. <laughs> it was such a clean, crisp, yeah. it was like a it was. perfect sound bite. It was a good one. We should maybe add that to the top of the show, because yeah. I opened that, it sounded like opening a Sprite, which is the mecca yeah. of opening cans, right? It's a the Sprite. mecca of it, yeah. And, Full of uh, bubbles. It splashed in my eye, like a, a major <laughs> splash to the eye. It was uh, like a commercial. Absolutely. When it opens. Oh my God, beautiful. What, what a, a taste, this LaCroix. And you know what? I'm reading reports that, by the way, this is a wrestling podcast. Uh, LaCroix, <laughs> I'm reading that LaCroix is in the dumps right now. Uh, uh, hey, let's do a little bit of a economy corner. Yeah. Uh, LaCroix right now is in the dumps. And at my local 365, LaCroix is, uh, was 350 uh for a 12-pack. That's Ooh. low. Hey, but before we get into it, you're hearing a voice that does not sound at all like Nasty Newman. Probably that's not. because it's not Nasty Newman. He is not here in studio this week. But instead, we have Sarah Class bull, my best friend who's not a bro. Sarah, what is up? What, what, what? <laughs> not a bro. <laughs> you and Beth are my best friends who are not bros or my wife. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we had this conversation the other day where it was like, um, I think we are best friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Think we, do we just become best friends? <laughs> We've been best friends for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, without knowing it. We've been trying to avoid it. With, you're my best friend who's not a... Bro. And that's because I love myself. I <laughs> love myself. Erase your mind. Erase your mind. 
Oh, hey, that's creeping in there. What's that? Uh, look, wait, what are you saying? Can I, can I put a button on the economy corner? Yeah. Mm. CNN Business. LaCroix was the millennial it brand. Now it has lost its way. Let me read one little blurb from this. this Sales is... for the flavored carbonated water are effectively in free fall, <gasps> wrote a beverage analyst for the Guggenheim. Uh, well, that's because the listen, LaCroix, this is bad news. because you didn't officially sponsor this podcast. I could have got you out there. I could have taken you to the next level. I could have rebranded you, but instead, you I mean, stayed you, in the Jabron Zone. I think you already are. You're doing all the work, and they're not sponsoring you at all. You yeah, do- well, but everyone feels like, eh, I don't have to buy it. Like, if they were the official mm-hmm. sponsor, they'd be like, I got to get it. But that's true. Uh, LaCroix, I guess we have to officially put you in the... Uh... Your next stop, the Jabron Zone. I would say. Um, Anyway, Sarah Claspel in studio here. And um, just before the speculation happens, I just want to say that Nancy Newman is accounted for. There are. the the uh, this I can't believe we're even talking about this now, but the uh, this masked idiot coward loser spineless piece of uh, trash nutsack uh, the cow hunter wow yeah um, who on our language. Facebook page yeah I'm, I'm sorry about that I'm sorry about that <laughs> but uh, the uh, uh, hold on let me check myself with this so, here. Shame. Okay, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> the cow hunter. On a our young, comedians. beautiful title present. Please watch your language, Dave. Oh, yeah. You're talking about what? The cow title? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What a beaut. Um, listen. Is that real leather? Uh, yeah, of course. This, thing's, uh, this thing costs like 20 Of course grand. we killed a cow no, on the cow <laughs> podcast. Everyone knows it's on record that the cow title is fully plastic. Everybody knows that. And that's because during my match with Adam Letterman, uh, April 6th, which you can watch right now on YouTube. It's on my YouTube. Uh, you I check out at Dan Black. You can watch the full the full match between me and Adam Letterman. I gotta say two things. I rewatched it and I uh, gotta say a great show. If I, I, if I was in the audience, I think it was a, we put on a we uh, we 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 put on a barn burner there, and uh, and I was all able to come out on top. And a nosh cut together the package that tells the whole story of the match, and wow. uh, I think it, that also is a, is a show stealer. Oh, thank you, Dan. Fantastic I mean, work I know the heart of the show. I'm going to oh. say it. Thanks. But uh, it's documented <laughs> to that match when Letterman does hit me with the cow title, and it does not knock me out like in normal wrestling matches because normally a title's made of a hunk of gold, you know? Yeah. This one is plastic, so it just kind of was annoying. It just kind of yeah. was like an annoying. Mm-hmm. It was like a bird flying in front of your face for a second. <laughs> it was more like that, and I was able to kick out. And, uh, thank God. You know, and yeah. Th- yeah, thank God. Can you imagine if Letterman still had the cow title right now? I Honestly, I can't imagine how my life would be different. Yeah. It would be so different. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it would be different because we it just would. announced that we're best friends. Okay? We did. Who, and you're my best friend who's not a bro. Okay? That was announced. And... Uh, uh, you see I, me at the gym every you'd be single day. Inconsolable, truly every day. Right. And don't I, I feel like I add to your workout every day? I you a little do. Pep in the step. Um, everyone else works out, and you chat through the workout, and it <laughs> makes me laugh the whole time. So I don't know if you're making my workouts. Uh, if <laughs> you're making me work harder, yeah. but I am enjoying myself more. Okay, uh, yeah. you know what? I could take. I'll take what I could get. <laughs> oh, sounds like you just buried me. Okay, look. Um, 
Speaking of. <laughs> so anyway, Letter, uh, Newman is accounted for. He just couldn't make it today. Uh, so we got the wonderful Sarah filling in. But the cow hunter who's been uh, uh, threatening us has said that he's going to be showing up today. And uh, on the Facebook page, if you're not a member, if you listen to this podcast and you're not on the Facebook page, you're not part of the 4D cow experience. The Community's Wrestling Facebook page where you talk about wrestling at 4 in the morning. You guys, Join that. I am on the Facebook page. Yeah. And I, um, I'm i not a huge, um, I'm not a. I'm not a big mark, yeah. but I enjoy it. And also, I think being on the Facebook page makes me like wrestling more. Wow, that's a big, hey. Yeah. Everyone hey. on the page is cool and chill. We'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, everyone is chill. Oh, they're cool on there. It's, it's a great page. But this guy, Cowhunter's on there, and he's he's uh, uh, threatening me and stuff. So if he shows up, I'm not fucking scared of this guy. But uh, hopefully, he did, he, hopefully he does not. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, sir, you have any idea who this guy might be? Um, you know, you, I know you've seen. I already asked you. Is it Jamie? <laughs> Honestly, I don't. I know it's not Jamie. <laughs> it doesn't look to have the. Um, she definitely has the venom. The she definitely. She would definitely have the desire. Because yeah, maybe she's like coming at you like Dan. Stop wasting your time. Come hang out with me and my and our dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, but but um, I, I I physically have uh, been in a battle with this man, and sure. he's definitely a man, and okay. he's definitely bigger than Jamie. He's definitely and me. a man. Yeah, you felt a penis. I, d- you know what? This is not very progressive of me. Could I be a strong th- woman. This person was, a str- this could be a strong woman, but <laughs> this person is stronger. Very likely th- a man. Okay. Stronger than Jamie. Sure. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> hey, guys, remember, you can get your opinion on the show. You leave us a voicemail. All you got to do is call us and leave a voicemail at 316. 530-2429-316. 530-2429-blow my mind. Gaba we. Also, if you want to support the show, you like it every week and you don't want us to get Thanos, all right? You don't want Sarah Klasman to snap her finger and then we disappear. I'm seconds away from uh, it. Absolutely. She might throw on the gauntlet and we're gone. <laughs> Patreon.com slash comedian. Of wrestling, get access to our bonus episodes and other uh, rewards. Uh, this week's episode, I'm going to be covering NXT Takeover uh, uh, from this weekend. Uh, whatever I don't get to on this episode, I'll be cover- covering that in full. Check that out. Okay. Um, also, remember to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. It's a five-star experience. We deserve it. Also, on Mondays, we're putting out our cow lifestyle episodes. Our oh, free man. episodes on the main feed where we've been right now discussing diet, fitness, and the feedback has been awesome. You guys are sending me awesome messages. It's cool to see a bunch of you guys are getting back in the gym because of it. Very cool. Uh, check those out for free when you're waiting for wrestling to happen on Mondays. Right now, our episode up right now is uh, me and Anosh talking about nutrition mm. and me discussing how eating vegan destroyed my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of listener questions coming up in the next episode. Ooh. Yeah, oh, we a do? lot of people emailing. Many people. Many, 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 many people. people. Hey, we love the email. We right? love the email. Folks, Don't we we love the email. We love sending emails. Do that. All right. Anyway, so let's get into uh, uh, talking about some uh, wrestling stuff with Sarah, who is a wrestling fan, but not sure. following of it. But I like bringing in Sarah uh, uh, here and there to talk about wrestling because we can get so deep in our markiness that we kind of <laughs> forget what this product feels like to the outside world, specifically the WWE product, which is catering to a massive like a massive audience, sure. and then we get really smarky about it, and then we, we we forget what's entertaining to a casual person who wants to flip on a Raw. Uh 
But yeah, first thing I want to talk about, and uh, uh, Sarah, you can uh, def probably weigh in on this, but sure. So on Friday, WWE is going to be going to Saudi Arabia, uh, yeah, Jeddah again. I saw about that. Yeah. Um, why? Well, so they have a massive deal with them. Uh, I think it's like with like them some, being Saudi Arabia. Them being Saudi, like what, what's okay. the guy's name? Like NPC or whatever. But, uh, you know the 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 prince there. Right. You know, um, they have a. They have like a long standing. Uh, John Oliver gave them shit for this deal. They've been they've done like four, or three or four shows already. They're is there like a wrestling uh, league over? No, in- no, 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 no. Okay. What they do is they just do a big show uh-huh. uh, at like they're in Jeddah in that like huge. They have a you know a stadium there, like yeah. you know, and sure. uh, they do it in like literally the front row is like like. Royal couches, you know what I mean, and it's like, <laughs> don't uh, break through those walls and land on those couches. No, no, it's like, and they're you just will... wandering, like all these, like I, every time I talk about them, I sound so fucking ignorant because I'm like the sultans, the prince. I don't know what their like roles are, <laughs> yeah. But apparently, from what I hear, is that you know, there's over there, it's like you know, there's a big wealth gap. Mm-hmm. So the front is like the super wealthy, and then the yeah. st- and there's a big space. <laughs> like if you see the arena, so there's like you know, like the floor, they'll be like, yeah. oh, they fill the floor. Like if it's like a hockey ring, they fill like that uh, uh-huh. that oval up or whatever, right? Yeah, they uh, fill up the oval. <laughs> yeah, is it what shape is a hockey ring? Oh no, you should know this. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> it's not quite an oval, but it's uh, but yeah. It's sort of. I feel like oval. Oval was it's like an elongated. I think oval is definitely. It's a it's like a rectangle with rounded corners. Yeah. But it's an oval. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Are you a hockey fan? Uh, no, or just because you're from I've Canada? I played college hockey. I'm oh. just, I've been skating since I was three. All right, my family's a big yeah. Sharks fan. Oh, San Jose yeah. Sharks? Yeah. They were what, what? a fun team. Chomp, guys. chomp. Guys. Yep. Are we going to talk about the San Jose Sharks? <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, right, let's talk about Saudi Arabia. We never Arabia. talked about San Jose. It was five <laughs> years ago when I was at NXT in San Jose. Um, and anyway, but I was I did I saw Raw in the Sharks in the Shark Dome, what the Shark Palace, Shark Tank is what it it's would the be. Shark Tank, right? Maybe the Shark Tank. Uh-huh. But so they had got Da-na. this deal in Saudi Arabia. So they'll be like, you know, like if you go uh, to a. Uh, uh, like a basketball game or, or you go to a, an event that's in uh, like a hockey arena or whatever they'll fill up they'll put seats all on the basketball court or the <laughs> hockey ring right yeah. so this is like imagine if the ring had just like a, a square around the ring and then there's like a hundred foot gap between these people <laughs> and the uh, like section 100 uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what it looks like. So they, they do like, oh, but the crazy thing about this the, this deal, so they have this big deal in Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. and they did a show like right when Khashoggi got killed. Like that's when John Oliver came out against them, right? Who's Khashoggi? Oh, he, the, uh, you know, the, 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 the journalist, journalist guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't know. If, I'm not sure if me and him are on a Khashoggi were... <laughs> basis. And, you said it and I thought it was a wrestler for a second. I was like, that doesn't make sense. To be honest, I got so killed? excited that yes. I knew what the guy's name was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just uh, helping underline that fact. So uh, make you feel better. Yeah. Oh, I said it wrong? No, I don't know. Did you? <sighs> don't ask me, dude. I've I'm trying only to think read his first it. name if I bust it out. Anyway, um, okay, whatever. This is a big tragedy. Anyway, it was a terrible thing. Yeah. So anyway, they crazy, have this, they have this massive deal, hundreds of millions of dollars deal, uh, like a t- like tons of shows they're gonna do yeah. over there. But the crazy thing about it is like, is uh, these shows are on such a grand scale. They're bringing out like major talents. The yeah. match, like on this show, they have Goldberg versus the Undertaker. 
Like that yeah. is fucking crazy. Yeah, I saw the promo for it. I'm, I'm like, like, how am I not going to watch this? So it, it's really tough. Like the last time they went, John Cena said he's not going, yeah, didn't Cena's go. Not going. Daniel Bryan didn't go. Uh-huh. And both those guys are not going this time either. And great. Right. Good. Yeah. So the crazy thing is like. Because it's like the prince who had that journalist killed who's also putting on this wrestling well, also show. Also, the women are not allowed to wrestle. So there's yeah. no women on the show. And then here's the crazy like, thing. That's, that's really fucked. Like if we, yeah. uh, if we took like our improv teams to somewhere else and they were like, yeah, you can bring your improv teams. We're going to have like a huge show. It'll be great. Um, but you uh, can't let the women perform. That would be so fucked. Right. So that, that's the thing. Is like, Sorry I've said for my this, language. I've said, no, you can curse on here. Uh, but I, I, uh, I've i said this some, like a bunch of times, and I, I even hesitate to get back into the Saudi Arabia thing, but there's a couple things that should that we should kind of think about, because I am, th- now this is only, the last time they had a show, I was able to kind of avoid watching it, because I was like, I, I, the, the, truthfully, the card didn't excite me enough where sure. I was like, I had to watch it. Uh, even though Shawn Michaels came back or whatever, but this time, like, Goldberg's wrestling, okay? Yeah. Who's, like, one of my heroes. Sure. I love the man. Listen, I saw that yeah. promo. I love The Undertaker. Undertaker might right. be... He's definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, might he, be my fave. Yeah, right. I mean, Undertaker is... Uh, he's the best. He's Listen, one of the best Listen, who will ever. bury The Undertaker? Uh, I keep trying to get it to catch on. No one cares. <laughs> who, will bury- <laughs> who will bury The Undertaker? Why does it need to it sounds like you caught on. You gotta say that. But okay. so Sammy's so okay, so the women can't wrestle, right? Yeah. So that's Sammy a Zayn is not allowed to wrestle either um because of his uh, uh his ethnicity. Uh he's, Yikes! Yeah, so he's fuck, I'm I'm um I, I, this my thing closed and I don't wanna get wrong what his ethnicity is. Uh here, here, here. Sammy Zayn is a Canadian. He's Syrian. Right. So he's Syrian. Well, uh-huh. he's, yeah. But that's the other thing that's fucking crazy is that, like, he's, he's Canadian, right? But it's like he's Syrian. So they, the Saudi government has taken him out off of the show. They're like, he's not allowed to wrestle. Now, so the women what? can't wrestle. And we've been through this before. I've said this a million times on the podcast before is that, like, I think sitting here being like, oh, they shouldn't do shows there. It's not totally fair because, like, I've never been in a CEO position where you're a publicly traded company and you're offered hundreds of millions of dollars sure. to do a show, and you're like, "Is this the right thing to do yeah. by my business?" Plus, we know their like ratings are like really low right yeah. now, and it's like, well, I don't. I've never been in that spot where business might come first before yeah. your ethics, you know. But the one argument they keep making is they're like, "Oh, well, we got to get in there to do make progress," and my thing is just, I'm like, what? How, I've seen no progress. Like yeah. we've done a Are couple shows. Are you getting shows. there to make progress? Like it sounds like you're being slapped. If, slapped. If around. a bunch of like women and Syrian people and gay people and people of all colors and like weirdos, uh, and I mean weirdos in the best way of like people that uh, the Saudi Arabian government doesn't want there, like creep out from under the stage. Right. Um. Then we're like taken over and we're pissing them off. Right. Or, or if they say, "Hey, look, we're gonna have a." Uh, uh, but if we just go there and take their money, we're not changing anything. Yeah, like, we're going to have, listen, here's our thing. It's like, Sami Zayn has to be on the show. He's part of the products, not going to, like, those kind of negotiations. But what it feels like, and again, I'm just speculating because that's just what we do here, guys. We uh, speculate. In addition to having fun, hey, am I right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I'm 
Uh, so that's the fun part. Now, here's the not fun part is, like, I feel like from the outside perspective, WWE is throwing the kitchen sink at Saudi Arabia being like, we'll do whatever he wants. Yeah. Because, because... They're, literally, they got Goldberg wrestling. They got Undertaker. I mean, they're, you know they're going to have Pyro, which we don't even get Pyro anymore yeah. on, on our shows. Uh, Triple H and... Um, yeah, Triple H, Randy Orton Randy wrestling. Randy Orton. I mean, the car, they're calling it as a 50-man great Royal Rumble, biggest Royal Rumble ever. They, uh, they're giving... they're it's They're billing the show. This is a show on Friday at 2 p.m. for people in America, okay? <laughs> They're billing the show as bigger than WrestleMania. So where where's the progress? Sounds yeah. like the play, it sounds like it's, uh, like it's almost like they're going over to the to celebrate like finally we can get all those people we don't really like out here. It's just a bunch of dudes. Yeah, it's, uh, and the, I don't know. The women are like an integral part of they headline WrestleMania, then we have a show that's bigger than WrestleMania and yeah, has no back. women on it. Yeah. Can they even go? No. Ugh. So here's the deal. So but again, again, I could I could buy the argument that, and, and not only that, one show, one time I watched it, and I watched the Greatest Royal Rumble, the first one they did, I watched it, and uh, they were showing like propaganda pieces. This is pre Khashoggi, okay? <laughs> I said that like it was a joke, uh, I, I, but like pre Khashoggi, they had. They literally showed a, a video, a vignette of like being like, Saudi Arabia, it's getting better. And it was like women being interviewed, being like, we're now allowed to drive. We're just getting, and it was showing clips of women like getting their driver's license and uh -huh. shit. Okay. But then they, then they slice up a journalist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're like, then the women aren't allowed to wrestle. So it's like, we haven't taken any steps forward. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We're I pretending. But nothing is really happening. Yeah, so it's that that's a part of it. It's like it's kind of gross. And and here's why yeah, I bring it up. It's and it is um ugh, I was gonna say put your money where your mouth is, but that's kind of what they're doing. Their their mouth is um this is a weird metaphor. It's not really going anywhere. Yeah. Um yeah, they're well, I've heard of like uh performers like singers and stuff going to Saudi Arabia for like millions of dollars and performing for yeah, these shitty people. Yeah, and I don't shit people. on anybody for taking a paycheck. Like if you're a singer, what you, you know? do is you sing for money. That's what your job is, right? Yeah. If it's a, this and that, but and then you have an image, whatever. Yeah. I, I totally understand all that. What I'm saying is that don't sell me this line of shit that like we're going to go, this, this is the only way to make progress and then they're going to be like, now they're going to be like, it's slow progress. But it's kind of like, hey, uh, it, it, it's just like, Here's what okay. So I already if made that point. If all the wrestlers end up kissing, me. then okay, that's progress. <laughs> That'd be crazy. But I want them to have romantic kisses, um, and I want it to be chill. You want them I want, to? I want everyone that in the WWE to be like, this is a cool normal thing. <laughs> you They've want to have a scene love. from Bruno? Where like Bruno, <laughs> where like the match is over, and then all of a sudden, at the end, the two guys kiss. <laughs> this is this is how I watch every movie. This is straight Dave. Well, I, oh my god, two that people was so get close to each funny. other. I'm like, at the kiss? end of Bruno, he's like, he, he's building himself the whole time. He's like straight Dave, like the straightest guy ever, <laughs> and then he starts making out with a dude in like Oklahoma. Oh man. Anyway, but. They're saying it's bigger than Mania. Here's my beef: is that this really WB's product is in the toilet right now over here, and like the as I watch it, this Saudi Arabia show doesn't feel like something I'm excited to watch. It feels like something that's like in the way. Yeah. So like right now, it's like oh, I got to get past the show Friday. We know it's kind of a glorified house show. They don't necessarily move stories forward, right? Like yeah. Why are they have? Um, why don't they have like uh, less cool matches? 
Why are they having so many cool matches out there? That's what I'm saying is that like the money must be so high and someone over there must be such a mark that they're like, oh, hey, what flavor? Lime. Duh. Duh. Lime. Wait, wait, is it dime? Dime lime. lime. <laughs> dime, dime lime. <laughs> I mess it up every time. The letter switch? Maybe it's because LaCroix, it might be in a free fall, it might be poisoning me. Mm, it might be, who knows? The right. reason that they listed is because consumers are looking for beverages with nutritional value. <laughs> yeah, but so I'm saying, like, so much stuff going on here, they're talking about Friday, and you're like, well, like, Seth Rollins doesn't have, like, a meaningful storyline. I guess technically he's wrestling Baron Corbin. They got D. Demon Finn, they're throwing everything. It hurts the brand of WrestleMania to me. I pay to go to WrestleMania. I've been five years in a row. I'm a major WB mark. And now they're like, oh, well, this show's bigger. It's better. And it's on a Friday in the middle of the day. And it's not actually... It's not actually bigger. It's just kayfabe bigger, but some of the matches are extremely marquee. Undertaker-Goldberg is a WrestleMania match yeah. that's just happening... Over there, I don't know, you know, so anyway, the whole thing is just, it's, uh, here's the main thing, Re- WrestleMania, uh, uh, t- Taker versus Goldberg, oof, this Colbert is kicking in, oof. I should have known better, dude. Uh, how do I not watch that? So I'm asking mm-hmm. you, Sarah. Yeah. I support WWE and watch them, I got a WWE, I effectively promote them for free here, right? Sure. Uh, I'm a big fan forever. I go to WrestleMania. I'm not. I don't intend to stop watching WWE. Though, like AEW popping up is piquing my interest for how much time I give them. Maybe mm-hmm. I watch a little less, or maybe I'm more equally invested somewhere else. Another how many hours gets half of wrestling of are there to watch a week? I mean, it's it's hard to say. I mean, if you're not counting like super indie, super local stuff with like. Uh, uh, WWE, uh, AEW, NXT. All right. So if you're watching, um, the, the main thing is like right now, if you're watch, if you're a WWE mark, right, mm-hmm. and you're into it hardcore, you're probably watching at the least you're watching five hours a week, and that's in the non pay per view week. Wow. Okay. So now if it's a pay per view week, you're watching about nine hours. Okay. And also <laughs> if you're an NXT mark, which you probably are, sure. Ten, it's like 10 hours a week or something, right? I mean, on a pay-per-view that's, week. that's a lot of homework. And then if you start watching any of the indie stuff, then it starts really adding up. Oh, uh, sure. The, the problem right now is that the, the, what's going to, what I'm, what I'm really excited about for this podcast and uh, is like, look, there's going to hit a point where I can't watch it all. Mm-hmm. You know, I just can't. I simply can't. Unless these Patreon numbers go up. Okay. <laughs> you know, and then, I, then I'm, and uh, you got to subscribe to the uh, Patreon. Uh, yeah. Patreon.com slash Comedian Wrestling. <laughs> but I mean, if, if I, if, if all of a sudden you guys, um, uh, you uh, people are like, damn, we, we want to pay you to watch wrestling 24 hours a day and quit being a comedian or whatever. Like, <laughs> then maybe. Fine. But, that's going to be really cool. It's like when AEW at the end of the year has their own, they're going to have two hours of weekly programming. Yeah. So it's going to be, so there'll still be the standard five WWE hours, then two more AEW hours plus NXT. It's going to get to a place where it's like, well, I might have to choose. Yeah. I mean, there is, I'll probably um, watch it all, right? Of course you will. You're a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> there, um, I mean, people who are who are into sports have similar watching. You know, like people who watch football have a bunch of games to watch. Yes, but the um, thing is that, but rest, they have seasons, right? And also, well, I'm, I'm AEW might have seasons, but the thing will be, uh, it, it, uh, the thing is, is that. If you watch wrestling, a beauty of wrestling is that you can watch it like sports and like the news. You put it on. When you're not into it, you put it back on. Sure. But here, I watch it more. Cl- I'm taking notes. Sure. 
that adds another layer to of it where yeah, it's you like just, you're not just putting it on in the background while you're doing something. No. You're like, I am watching every single move. <laughs> yeah. And okay, I'm gonna say I like watching wrestling. It's fun. I put yeah. it on uh, when I'm cooking or cleaning the house, or yeah. you know, sometimes I'll sit down and really watch. But um, they they don't need to be that long. It'll no. be like, here's an event. It's five hours, but there's so much of like, here's a long, 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 long pathway that this guy's going to walk down or here's a bit. And we're, we're <laughs> nobody's like clipping their cues. I tell you what. Yeah. yeah no, no. <laughs> there was something. Oh, God. Who is this dude? Um, I just watched this week. You'll know. Yeah. Uh, everyone who's listening knows. Um, so tell me what it is. He's being interviewed by uh, a woman and he's this big, uh, big white dude. I think he's bald. Uh, oh no, and he has a huge yeah. beard. Yeah, you're talking about Lars Sullivan, the yes. freak. Oh, the the freak. Um, yeah. <laughs> he. And by the way, I just want to point out that Sarah. This is for uh, the hardcores. Sarah, the first segment that Sarah has pointed out is is a Lars Sullivan segment and his interview. <laughs> now that's no knock on you, but mm-hmm. I'm saying Lars Sullivan is a guy who who uh, marks like and people like me mm-hmm. will think like. I don't know if anyone even cares about this guy, but it is the first thing to pop in your head. <laughs> well, it does because this dude is clearly like his segment was so long. She like asked him a question yeah. and he took like a full minute looking around like, oh, he was like, would you ask a lion that question? Yeah. Would you ask a lion that question? You know, let me answer this question for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, How but dare you answer so me that question that like, I'm going to answer? Would you ask a bird? Why it sings? Would you like? I was like, bro, you either forgot all your lines, which is very possible, (laughs) truly possible. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what's going on in that brain, but uh, it was like we can um, just from a performer standpoint. I think some of this stuff could get. We could keep it all. We could just like clip our cues a little bit more. Keep it tight. Right. Keep it tight. Let's keep it keep tight. It, let's keep it tight. Keep it tight. Keep, keep it moving. moving. Got okay, I got stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> they could use like a, like a, the uh, from the like father of the bride, like the 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 wedding planner oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Short. Yeah, they need that guy. Oh, was it Martin? Yeah, I think yeah. So. In Gorilla, I thought it was the guy who, who loved Vigo from uh, from from Ghostbusters too. You know, like Vigo. Oh! I submit to you, <laughs> yes. Vigo. The museum curator? Yeah, the museum curator. Hell yeah. <laughs> One of the best characters in cinema history, as far as I'm concerned. He's great. Vigo. Okay, Vigo. <laughs> My accent is from who knows? <laughs> no, no, no. That is, uh, you know what? If my if I was a wrestler, my gimmick would be museum curator <laughs> who's obsessed with a painting that he thinks is going to come to life. But he never does, so he has to wrestle all the matches because yeah. he's like, Vigo's going to show up, and okay, then Vigo I'll never stop, shows up, <laughs> and then he has to wrestle, and then at WrestleMania, Vigo shows up, and he's Lars Sullivan, the freak. Oh my God. I mean, <laughs> wow, book it. I mean, that would make it would be a good move for Lars Sullivan because um, uh, a painting probably can't talk very much. <laughs> Lars, you gotta take that a talking. That is a great character, class. though. A mm-hmm. character who is someone waiting. He's waiting for um, like the Messiah to return. Yeah, waiting for like, Godot. Uh, yeah. Some theater nerds out there, can uh, we uh, hey. get a what what for waiting for Godot? <laughs> Shame. It's a little too highbrow for us, okay, but uh, um, waiting so, for Guffman. That, yeah. I love <laughs> myself. Erase your mind. Okay, so look, um, I'm saying a, a wrestler mm-hmm. who is 
is is a religious wrestler, but non-denominational. Sure, <laughs> okay? just into, keep it PG. Yeah, okay, and we don't want to judge anyone. But they're waiting for the Messiah to show up. But in the meantime, they're like, "I will wrestle the matches for the Messiah." Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. and then they win the title. And once they win, the Messiah shows up, <gasps> and he's face to face. And the Messiah's like, "Give me the title, right?" He's like, uh-huh. "Give me the title." And then the, the, the Messiah's like, and then he's like, "No," and he goes into business for himself. He takes, he stuns the oh, Messiah. Oh man. WrestleMania. And then he becomes Disciple the Antichrist. Disciple versus Messiah. Wow. Wow. It's a little, um, it's going to be a little uh, little heated for a lot of wrestling watchers. Because of religion? Because of religion, I well, think. Well, we don't have to, you, we have to, you know, we, it doesn't have sure. to be. I'm sure this actually exists, to sure. be honest. Or maybe it is even like my king or something. I love that. Messiah. I love it. I think it's fun. I love it. Okay. And I said it, so it's perfect. All right. But <laughs> Lars Sullivan, I actually, I'm going to tell you, well, I mean, I can't believe that's the segment we're starting with. That is the beauty of Sarah Claspool, my best friend who's not a... <laughs> Uh, is that we're gonna start on this week of wrestling with Lars Sullivan? Daddy? I mean, I watched them all. I'll, I'll, I got a lot to talk about. I but. actually didn't hate that segment. I know he took so much shit, but the branding of a wrestler who's like that my whole life they called me a freak. Yeah, and then like uh, Kayla Braxton was in in the in the ring and she like couldn't look him in the eye and like he was like just say it. They say it to me like call me that. Yeah. and he's like yeah I'm a freak. They say that to me yeah. and then he's like. Am I a freak because of this? And then he says a bunch of shit that you're like, oh, you're a freak, man. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a freak. Um, yeah. I kind of like that that guy's got a chip on his shoulder. I think that's actually the writing was not good, but the idea was good, but sure. it needed to be way tighter and he needs to be yeah. more. I, I'm doing Just a real Trump concise. move. Do you see this arm? Yeah, you like, like cutting the air with your hands. <laughs> we love it. We love tightness, right? Does everybody, we love tightness. We love tightness. I just think like um, he. Uh, well, that's like a lot of wrestlers thing, isn't it? Like I got a chip on my shoulder. I deserve this or I'm coming back after something. Everyone (laughs) didn't like me, but I'll show them. It's like every wrestler. Um, In their mind, they're all the movies too. So it's not a knock on everybody, but. Okay, Sarah, I'm going to move on to um, something that I don't, that you will not know about, but uh, it's Chris Jericho, though. You know Chris Jericho? Yeah, I know, yes. Yeah, it's Chris Jericho. So I, just was, I was thinking about, I'm, I'm already starting to put in a little AEW segment on the show here, um, but I would like to say, Chris Jericho, can he, we're talking about AEW, which is not a thing yet. I mean, it, it is a thing, but What does AEW stand for? All Elite Wrestling. Okay, cool. All Elite Wrestling. And- it's because the guys who started are the elite, and then they made mm-hmm. all elite wrestling. But so, Jericho, this is where you start getting tricky. These guys are all wrestling in multiple promotions. Can Jericho lose clean to Okada and then become the first ever AEW champion if he's wrestling in New Japan? I don't know. I'm thinking, like, if I'm writing that, I don't New want New Japan? J- yeah, New Japan wrestling. Oh, it's like a wrestling. Yeah, there's a. There's I thought a, it was like a place called New Japan, and I was like, where? No, New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's like okay. the big Japanese league. Great. Um, and I'm so, Ken, I'm saying, like, Kenny, I, I feel like if I'm writing that, I'm nervous that I'm like, I want Jericho to be, he's got to be looking strong. So, I mean, unless you think, New, I don't know, is New Japan going to be like, oh, let's schmoz up that finish? I don't know how much they all deal with each other in that way. We're going to run into some problems uh, going forward. So that was a thought I had. All right, next thought. Um, Dean Ambrose. Sarah, do you know who Dean Ambrose is? Oh, of course. Yeah. So Dean Ambrose is now 
in officially All Elite Wrestling, and his name now is John Moxley. I keep calling him Dean Ambrose. Uh, Did he have to change his name? Yeah, yeah. WWE owns Dean Ambrose. Sure. But I so just want to say- So he could go back to WWE? If you want, no. Okay. He just went on Jericho's podcast and burned talked so much. She burned the bridges. Uh, mm -hmm. He took those uh, bridges and did. Erase your mind. Okay. So anyway, um, so Dean Ambrose. I want to say this: John Moxley. He had his first match in New Japan, and again, talking about titles, he won the United States Championship. So. Uh, against Juice Robinson. Now, credit to Jason Shapiro, who says that he wants Orange Cassidy and Juice Robinson to become a tag team, and we call Orange Juice. Very funny. That's very good. <laughs> it's very good. Um, but I'm saying, Dean Ambrose, I, I I talk a lot of shit about this guy. He kind of rubs me the wrong way in a lot of ways. I want to say, I said I would give him a full shot, and I want to say, promising start. His okay. gear he came out in looked great. He's wearing like booty shorts now. Okay. Dressing like an actual pro wrestler. I thought it's cool. He still comes down from the crowd. He updated the Dirty Deeds, which I didn't like, into he calls it the Death Rider, which is now uh, kind of a crucifix Dirty Deeds, uh, I believe. He modified it. And uh, this music sounded real cool. I was digging it. And he... Uh, is the new uh, U.S. champion of the New Japan. Now, it's crazy. His first title is going to be in New Japan, even yeah. though he's wrestling at All Elite. Again, that's that is there's something tricky happening there. Uh, we've already ran into one problem with the Dragon uh, Gate title that uh, Pac had. So, um... You know, I, I don't, I don't know. If I'm AEW, I just, I know. Listen, they didn't start yet. I'd want to get, uh, I'd want to get ahead of that. Now, here's my. Um, Here's my next thought about titles, okay, in wrestling. I realized that the WWE titles are, n I actually, for me, I, my brain, I realized that something about my brain is that the New Japan titles are the gold standard in, in wrestling in my mind, okay? Mm -hmm. So, but I realized that, like, when Jay White won the, this area, this is real indie, indie shit, but, like, when Jay White won the, uh, IWGP Heavyweight Championship. I was like, this is blasphemy. It's ridiculous. That title, Kenny Omega was chasing that title forever. Kenny Omega is like, was so deserving. In WWE, he'd already be an eight-time champion. But like in WWE, I'm completely fine with Jinder Mahal. Uh, you, you guys remember him, right? Uh, WWE Champion Jinder Mahal. Completely fine with Jinder Hall, uh, uh, Jinder Mahal, and Jabroni, like getting a shot with the top prize in, in wrestling. So it's just a funny thing that like AEW is going to have to tap into that, but then their guys are going to be winning titles in New Japan. It's going to be tricky. But uh, I realize that I'm not even like the biggest New Japan mark, but that title does kind of in my brain hold a higher standard than the WWE title, which is uh, which is really uh, really interesting. Uh, even the NXT title, because WWE has demoted it, that I really think that the IWGP heavyweight title in my mind is like, if you had that, if you come out of a WWE and you had that title, you're more, you're like more special to me. So uh, that's something, Sarah. Um, um, I just want to make yeah. a note that um, you like, 
I'm normally on board with everything, but yeah. everything you said in the past three minutes is gibberish to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, is not bad. It's just like, uh, it was just fun. Oh my God. I got to take a photo of this. Okay. I'm going to post this on the, the page. Um, Dan uh, was drinking fr- uh, a lime LaCroix and he, <laughs> um, while drinking it, was moving it past his face. It caught between his mouth and the microphone and stuck there. Um, um, this is truly insane. Oof. If that doesn't raise LaCroix sales, I don't know what <laughs> no, else. Honestly, what, what can and what and what will. It so, was incredible. Sorry. No, um, you, didn't, you didn't. No, it's fine. I just want to get out those couple indie thoughts yeah. because as we move into this kind of uh, whatever, it's called the indie era. I don't know what we're calling it. Yeah. Uh, these are things that I'm thinking about. And honestly, these are things I'm extremely excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So let's move into some Raw and SmackDown stuff. What do you say, Sarah? <laughs> Okay. Let's do it. You got me when I was do we have drinking. This raw experience in Osha, is this hashtag, is this cashing somebody on the ground at raw? That is correct. Oh, wow. We had somebody on, wow. boots on the ground. We got to hear this. Boots on the ground. What's up, Cal Nation? This is Trevor, straight out of Kansas City. What's up, Trevor? I'm calling to let you guys know that raw on Monday was not a great time. Oh. Wow. It was strange. It felt disjointed. The crowd was hot at the beginning for Kofi. Loved it. I caught a pancake. It was awesome. You gotta catch a pancake. Uh, took a bite of it. My fiance did not like that. <laughs> Outside of that, though, don't really have anything great to report. You guys saw it. You guys know what happened. Um, thanks for all you do. Cheers up. Yeah, cheers up. Cheers w- up. Wait, 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 wait. Was Kofi on Raw? I thought he was on Open SmackDown. All right, maybe he was on both. I don't know. This fuck. But hey, that brings me to my next point. And by the way, cheers up, cheers up, cheers up, cheers but up. cheers up. But I, but I mean, that brings me to my next point, which is this fucking wild card rule is atrocious. I don't know where anyone is, what show they're on. Like, I don't even remember. Uh, I don't remember. I don't. The shows are bleeding together. Whatever. It's the whole thing's ridiculous. But all right, let's talk about. Um, Let's talk about what happened on Raw SmackDown. Let's try to focus really on the good stuff and. Uh, uh, yeah. So, and there was there. Here's the deal: WWE's vibe right now is in the shitter. Okay. Yeah. Everyone is coming off a double or nothing high. The wrestlers, the PR for WWE right now is it, it just couldn't be lower. And this is you know they're going to Saudi Arabia, which is extremely unpopular. Mm-hmm. Um, they're even even if you're a fan who doesn't care, and I know we definitely have a bunch of listeners who are like, whatever, they're making their money, and I don't, whatever, and I don't, I'm not really a political person, and I'm just trying to do my life. Yeah. It's still a Friday at 2 p.m. You know it's called the Super Showdown, which is weird, and you know, you know, you know it's a glorified house show. It just, yeah. it has that vibe. Yeah. Uh, when, like, the Triple H shows up and just shoehorns a feud with Randy Orton, like, all right, for this show, it feels weird and we're just coming off WrestleMania. So these are, you know, so then all the wrestlers are on Twitter and Instagram and they're like being unhappy with the show. We just came off double or nothing. All the cool indie wrestlers who kind of like, who kind of like dominate the vibe of social media are like all excited about AEW and dumping on the product. So everybody's feeling it's, it's just, it's part of what makes wrestling amazing also is that we all do. There is like an inherent uh, energy that mm-hmm. like we all pick up on. So right now, everybody knows that like things are in flux and WWE is not doing great. At the same time, it's like when you go to a show when wrestling is like, you know, during the Ronda, uh, the Becky stuff, you know, like, oh, this is 
this is big. This feels important. You know that just going in. So it helps. So I think that um, I'm not I'm not really surprised. But there's still so I'm saying there's a vibe bad, but that doesn't mean all the stuff happening is actually bad. It's just that morale is low. Yeah. You know. So what is bringing morale low? Why is everyone like, oh, everything sucks? Oh man. Well, because the, the AEW came out hot, they had a big their big first show, mm-hmm. and that whole weekend was kind of like a shit on WWE Fest. They stole now, like Chris Jericho is like posted that interview with John Moxley, Dan Ambrose, and mm-hmm. he really just like tore apart Vince and the product. All these wrestlers are leaving and doing shoot interviews, like where they're like, "Hey, like that place sucks. The creative process sucks. They suck uh-huh. to work with." You know, they like. Do they want more control of they like want their more story control of their and characters. things like that? Uh-huh. Dustin. Who Dustin just had the best match of his career is Gold Dust. You know, he had the best match of his career at 50 years old. Said working at WWE was uh, a prison. His first match over in, in AEW. So just the vibe and the, the, is that the product we have been people have been disappointed with it for a while, but now it's feeling like there's a viable alternative, mm-hmm. and everybody is juiced to be like, yeah. I think I think it's this weird thing where like, uh, uh, like. <laughs> You, you, you know, uh, when uh, people are feeling frustrated about something, and then something happens. To, I'm trying to think of like metaphors for it, but like something happens that allows you to express it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's been something that's bubbling up for a while. Like everyone knows, and now everybody's like, "Oh shit, we might have an answer." Yeah. We might. We might have like something. So like the w, the AEW product is extremely adult. Like there's blood. You know, um, the wrestling, they got, the wrestling is more work rate happy. Uh, it's not a PG product. They're not throwing like pancakes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, which by the way, I love that your, your wife was unhappy. You ate the pancake. Yeah. Imagine. I mean, you don't know where that pancake's been. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not fresh off the grill. I tell you what. Sarah, you would eat that pancake. Sure. I'd take a bite, but I'd know <laughs> this is, I, I eat trash and you know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, I will regularly. Regularly order something off of a menu in front of my friends that looks stupid because yeah. it makes them laugh. Yeah, and then I'll eat it, Sarah and it's great. Eats, Sarah's eating is is it's funny because you're a lady, and I feel completely comfortable talking about your eating. Sure, go but, for it. Uh, which is one time your best order ever was at the House of Pies. Sure. What did you order that time? Okay, House of Pies is like a it's a it's a diner, but in, and it's not a nice one. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I ordered. Uh, they have um a chicken fettuccine Alfredo yeah. with a dollop of bolognese on top. <laughs> <laughs> it's a diner. You got an they Italian dish. Uh-huh. I think they're known for waffles at this place. Yeah, they're known for like pies and yeah. like eggs and shit. It's called the House of Pies. Yeah, and I was like, I'll take the Italian. This very creamy, creamy dressing. <laughs> Just, I want every carb, every oil, and you know what? Put a dollop of bolognese on top. Oh uh, my God. And you know what? I enjoyed it. So anyway. Oh, no, no. <laughs> and I also got a side. But you got a side I got of something a side else. of mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I am disgusted. Wait, a chicken fettuccine Alfredo yeah. with a dollop of bolognese on top and a side of mashed potatoes. <laughs> That's the funniest order of all time. That's insane. Uh, uh, if you're not laughing at that order... <laughs> 
You gotta get some greens. I tell you what, uh, get excited about this lifestyle episode I'm about to do. <laughs> yeah, we're about to. Me and Sarah are doing a lifestyle episode. Uh, come out on Monday for you when you're waiting for Raw to happen. Uh, we're, and we'll definitely be talking about a dollop of bolognese. Um, <laughs> but so, um, yeah, anyway. So, what I'm saying is that there are cool things happening, but generally, I'm watching Raw, I'm watching SmackDown, and my vibe is like, take me back to Double or Nothing, baby. Like, take me back to, uh, like, let's see something cool, let's see something interesting, let's see guys uh, cursing, let's get some excitement. But there, now, WWE product uh, is a little watered down, but there are some cool things happening. So, let's talk about them. Um, and then also, we'll talk about things that are not good. So, like, let's talk about one thing I thought was really, is really good, was uh, Bray Wyatt. Um, and, Sarah, I sent you this clip of uh, Bray Wyatt doing the uh, muscle man dance. Oh, yeah. Wow. This was... Um, let's get a little taste of it. Why don't we just do the muscle man dance? Why don't we just get up and okay. do it? Now, shake those hips. <laughs> Pull up your pants and do the muscle man dance. Just follow my boys. You don't really have a choice. And pull up your pants and do the muscle man dance. It's so funny because it clearly he recorded it before they had the music. You know, because he's not even remotely like on a beat or whatever. No, like, it's, it's like, truly like they reverse engineer the music into what he recorded. Uh, you know, <laughs> did I mean this guy uh, is clearly not a singer? <laughs> <laughs> he's like completely toned deaf. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I loved it. Um, is this a thing that happens a lot? So Bray Wyatt did this thing that because uh, I was watching this last night and I was like doing dishes, had this on. I yeah, turned. What do you think? I was I was watching it with my boyfriend Clay, yeah. and we both looked up at the same time. And we're like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah. So okay. So I loved it, but it's in you know. Listen, I'm gonna order a mashed potatoes on the side. <laughs> uh, kind of a gal. I love something weird. <laughs> yeah. So Bray Wyatt started this Firefly Funhouse, right? So he was gone for a while, and his whole thing before was he was like a cult leader. So I think now they're going for a thing where he's like doing like a Mister Rogers type show every uh-huh. week, and in but it's like it's like Mister Rogers meets Pee Wee Herman. Um, Meets like every horror film, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? And so it's like I love that the characters are like a um, a, a gluttonous pig. Yeah. Um, there's uh, some mean man puppet. There's a That's silent Vince- woman in a veil. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the man is supposed to be Vince McMahon. Yeah. So I, also, I think I the whole so. this whole episode is a metaphor for like because the whole thing is that he's like, guys, I'm better now, and and he's like, he's like, I'm sorry about who I was before. You guys forgive me, right? And then the kids go like, yay, and he's like, great, you know, and he's like, mm-hmm. don't worry though there's still some darkness in me and sure. then all of a sudden he's fucking he has this scary ass mask <laughs> that'll change to anywhere and it's like horrifying uh, so it goes from like it goes to like deep horror and that's why he uh-uh. says stuff like erase your mind like, that's how you and that was very funny it's like he's a, a psycho who's like in he thinks he's recovered but he's not he's like I'm good right like uh-huh. it's like um um Ren when he's wearing the happy happy joy joy yeah. helmet he's manic for yeah. sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's fucking it's the coolest thing they've done in a while it's fucking it's very adult swim it's very yeah. I don't know this who's writing it but it's very funny but yeah. I think this particular episode is like him uh talking about when Vince like like being like he was fat before because mm-hmm. now he, he's in great shape for yeah. him now like he's still a big boy sure. but you see he's lifting like he 
he's mm-hmm. he's jacked for him. I will so, say that uh, the instructions of the dance aren't. Um, he's like, let's get fit, and then the instructions of the dance don't help you get fit. What are they? It's like shake your butt. Yeah, this will not get you in shape. No. But I think Vince came out and was like, stop eating, and the pig was him before, yeah, and then yeah, now yeah. he's in shape. Yeah. But like, that's pretty edgy shit for WWE. Yeah. You know, um, edgy. I mean, they've done edgier shit, obviously, but edgier shit for what they're doing right now. I mean, uh, I love... Uh, my favorite part of wrestling is when stuff makes me laugh. And this is like silly and weird and they're going for it. And I think you should go well, I for love it. That it's serious because it's also like, he's also clearly relapsing. He had that one episode. He's like, you want to see my secret? And then he like showed his mask and he was like, and, and he says, yowie, wowie, but in a scary way, he's like, yowie, wowie. Yeah, and you're like, it's fuck. It's creative. So I'm saying it's like cool and creative. Yeah. Like they should have fun. It's the coolest thing going on in WWE right now. When that happens, when Firefly Funhouse starts, <laughs> I get excited. And I'm like, how are they going to fold this into like how, how, when's he gonna show up what's he gonna do yeah will he keep doing this will he do a live version that's like suspense so when he shows building. up to has he showed up to wrestle since he's done no. this but no okay. he's just been doing the so you don't vignettes. know what he's gonna be like in a ring no if he's just yeah oh weird but last week he does like this like scary spider walk you know like if you're getting like a crab walk yeah. but he does that <laughs> like but he did it like in there like limbo he's like kids let's limbo but he's doing like the spooky walk underneath this it this is insane and then at one point they had, they had one one uh, where there was kids and like no kid they all had just sad faces on the whole time you know what I mean yeah. and he's like come on kids and they're like no reaction <laughs> you know, it's like very adult it. swim yeah um so yeah um uh yeah so anyway I think it's kind of a nod to Vince being like a body guy and uh I thought that was cool now great and now on the soundboard, it's locked in. I loved it. A white gym, the white gym shirt, great merch. Dug it. Anyway, so let's talk about something that makes uh, like no sense. In uh, the, the couple of uh, well, shit. I want to talk about. I want to be. I want to be more positive. But maybe I'll go positive. Net. I'll go a little negative, and then I'll bring up something positive. So, uh, all right. So. <laughs> Stephanie McMahon goes on WB.com and does an exclusive statement or whatever mm-hmm. where she she does like a WB.com exclusive, which they've been doing some cool shit on there sometimes. But she goes on there and she's like, Brock Lesnar behavior is like reprehensible. Like he he decimated, he 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 desecrated the 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 fucking money in the bank briefcase because he put he made it. He put speakers on it and held it up to his ears <laughs> to be like he like listens to it just to like taunt guys. It's funny. Yeah, I love it. Um, I didn't love that he put speakers on it because I was like, it's funnier more to treat it like a boombox, even though it's yeah. still the case. Yeah. When you literally make it the boombox, it's like all right, that's like makes it. It's too. It's one it, step too far. Yeah, it's, it's for a Brock lot of work. Lesnar. Yeah, right. Who clearly is not going to be like I want to get into arts and crafts for this fun bit. Yeah, it doesn't fit that character. No. But I'm like, if they want to make money and sell it, I'm like, I get, I'm okay with it. Again, that's why I start thinking like they they are business. Ooh, fine. Are they are they selling a? Money I haven't in the- seen it. That's the other thing, and they didn't do it this week, so I think they got rid of it. But. The thing is, like, there's nothing holy about the briefcase that holds the contract. Yeah, it's just a box. And then let's like, well, he's forced to put. Daniel Bryan took the title, put it in the trash, 
<laughs> right? Yeah. You saw that. Yeah. He put those straps. He's like, and then he had his own eco-friendly title, and Vince was on that side. Yeah. It just didn't make any fucking sense. No. And like, this is a, they're going to continue to have problems if they keep to continue our to insult our intelligence. Like, we really care about this show. And then you just throw like these weird curveballs, these completely like non thought out, fleshed out, lazy ideas. That, like, oh, what if we're mad about him like that? It's like, no, like, no, like. Make it make sense. Like maybe say something. If you you could have the same. Most of the time, an idea could be done in a way that makes way more sense if it's a good idea. Yeah. So if they said something like she was like, "Hey, Brock, we don't want you showing up. Seth Rollins is trying to like have his title run here. We don't want you like if you want to cash in that briefcase, do it. But you're not allowed to just keep showing up and throwing off the whole show. Yeah. So we're forcing you to cash in or something. But anyway, then he showed up to cash in, and then he just said Friday. So is he going to cash in at Saudi Arabia on Friday on a Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, Friday at Friday, two p.m. Yeah. So I I I I really just not- yeah, that very much w- it was. Um- because who was it? His lawyer or something? Who's yeah, like, Paul cash Heyman. in now! Just yeah, Paul do it! Heyman. That's, right. Yeah, Um I thought that was a very funny part. I don't know who that guy is. That's Paul but- Heyman. He's, he's probably the best. I won't give you his whole background, but he's probably mm-hmm. the best guy in wrestling. I, yeah. Is he a wrestler or is he just like that no, guy? He was the he, he was the the head of creative at ECW. <laughs> and then he came over to WWE like 20 uh-huh. years ago. And he's like... Just like a character who, yeah, and he's the, and he, but he's so fucking smart and slick on the microphone. He's the, and he, but he's Brock's actual manager in real life. Ah, you know, because he's yeah. like, um, he, you know, he, he's like a good business guy. Yeah. Also, he's an extremely talented guy. Fun fact about Bro- uh, Paul Heyman is that they they were, they wanted him to go in the mornings head to head with Howard Stern at one point. Oh. They felt like he had to, and then he decided to go work for ECW instead. Uh-huh. But he was offered to go because they're like they're looking for guys who could compete with him. They're like he had that level of charisma. Yeah. You know? Wow. Um, but like, so Paul Heyman, yeah, uh, he's yeah, like, oh, I, cash in the briefcase. Like Friday. So Brock is like, I want to do it Friday. I get yeah, it. They want to sell the show. Yeah, but it, it felt so, uh, they're like letting you see the strings of like, aha, yeah. I could do it now, but I will do it Friday instead because yeah. we want you to watch Friday. It's very, it was like, so there was no reason for it. He's like, I want it Friday. Why? I don't know. There's no reason for Friday. He can't There's even no just go reason. like Friday. I want to do it in because in in like on a bigger stage, like yeah. just like something like that. He's just I like want to do it when I have jet lag. Like what? Yeah. And why does he want to fly there unnecessarily? He doesn't have yeah. a match. He doesn't like to work. It goes against Brock's whole like game, which is like that he doesn't want to be there, but he wants to be the champ. So now we have a perfect opportunity to keep Brock away, also, which is um, the case. Which uh, Seth, yeah. right? Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins yeah. yeah, was like dead. He was just um, a dead floppy body on. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, in the ring, like do it there. Be we'll like, talk about I'm- Seth Rollins. Like, so you watched Seth Rollins cut a couple yeah. promos. Uh-huh. He's the he's the WWE Universal Champion. What sure. did you think? Um, yeah, I think he's fun. I think he. Um, I've. I don't know. He's not like. Uh, he doesn't like. I think you just said everything I needed. Yeah. Like there, there's nothing like to say. It. Yeah. There's nothing to He's say. He's like, yeah, cool. He's this just, guy he looks seems like cool. just a cool, like, good looking guy. Yeah. <laughs> right? Looks this- good. Fun hair. <laughs> right. Uh, seems nice. So the thing about Bro- uh, Seth Rollins is that, like, he's a. Seth Rollins right now, I said this on the Facebook page. It's charming. He is a great wrestler. Mm hmm. He feels more like a guy who could be a champ in, like, New Japan or AEW right now, but he has no feuds. He wrestled AJ Styles. 
And 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 they had they had like almost no build up. It was just a match, great match, mind you. But now his feud is going to be wrestling Baron Corbin, who's a fucking jabroni. I don't know why they keep going back to him. He really put when he was the GM, the ratings were the lowest they ever were. So I don't know why they even do it. But fine, it's because Brock's going to show up at Saudi Arabia, so like that's going to be the match. But even using any time with him, Seth Rollins needs a meaningful feud, and Brock yeah. needs to interrupt it. Like we need more story. So Seth, yeah. as a guy, has not Seth as a guy is not the Miz. Seth is more of a stiff. He's more of a boring guy. He's kind yeah. of like a wrestler. If it is, I want to know what he cares about. Like right. what? Yeah, let's have a feud that makes sense. That is something meaningful. What do you care about? Why are you mad at this guy? Right, because it him, just kind of is like I got this thing, and this other guy wants it. What? Uh, I don't know. Right. From your perspective, that's what you're feeling. And like yeah. Becky shows up also, him and Becky, they both get in the microphone and they're both like, I won at WrestleMania. It's like, that was fucking two months ago. Mm -hmm. Why you keep talking about, why you just like, yeah. hey, I won at WrestleMania, I won at WrestleMania. It's like, no, what's what's going on? Like, yeah. what, what is it? They got him in these holding patterns and I feel for them with the writing. Like Seth needs, sure. to, be, he needs to be a fighting. His thing is, I'm a fighting champion. So, like, let's see him fight. Let's see Seth wrestle, you know, uh, like a fucking beast. Let's be like, oh, my God, this guy is the man. But right now he's getting manhandled by Brock. Oh, this is uh, this is a tangent. You said yeah. uh, you want to see him wrestle a beast. Is there anyone who's a wrestler who um, their persona is like, I'm a big old bear? Um, or a big uh, old bear? Yeah, like a like a real beast, like someone who's like that guy thinks he's a dog or something. Oh shit! Anyone it's the wolf. Someone who thinks they're. Uh, I mean, it definitely has happened. Sure. The guy who thinks there's something because like there's a, so many like. A different species? Like, doesn't actually think, but is, like, truly, like, The Undertaker is, to me, like, some undead dude. Um, right, 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 right. Um, and that is, like, such a character. Is there anyone who's, like, I am a beast, but I'm, like, literally, like, I am unhuman. I'm an alien from a, a I mean, planet there's, of like, demons. Finn Balor, who, like, becomes the demon. He, like, comes out and wrestles. As, right, like, and right, I right. guess he thinks he's a demon. To be honest, the whole demon thing is extremely unclear to all of us. Sure. You know? Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen Finn do the, uh, the, the demon, demon thing, thing, but I love him as, as is. They, they, they do it, like, sparingly because it, that's, like, the beauty is, like, when it shows up but now two times in a row Wrestlemania and on this pay-per-view they've announced that he's going to be the demon <laughs> like the beauty was like is he gonna do it yeah and then because the demon's undefeated yeah so there's another problem with the demon inherently yeah. is that like why does he, sometimes he doesn't show up as the demon yeah the, the one time is he showed up he had a universal title shot against Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble he showed up as himself why it's like why wouldn't you bring the demon to win yeah so that's another thing where like it's like if he if, if the he if the logic is that way. he can't control it, yeah. that I'd buy. Yeah, that I'm into. He's like, where I don't he's know. Like, I hope the like demon shows up on Sunday. Truly a werewolf, where you're like, oh no, the, it's a full moon, and then you know it's like out of his control. Right, that I um, love, and he doesn't see it coming. But now they're being like he's but wrestling like, as the demon. As choosing to do it is less interesting. So they've destroyed the demon. That that writing has destroyed uh, uh, the demon, and so like. That kind of sloppiness, it adds up. It's cumulative. Yeah. You know, it's small things. Like, these guys wrestle their fucking asses off for us, right? And they put on a... Enough good happens in WWE. A lot of good happens in WWE uh, uh, over the year. But a, a lot, a lot of bad... A high percentage of really bad stuff is happening on these shows. Yeah. To the point where it adds up, it adds up, it adds up. And let's talk about bad. I actually think wrestling fans are cool with it being bad. Like, I think we're okay. We're like, 
hey, that match was bad. That feud didn't pan out. But we can't take like sloppy, reckless writing. There's too much reckless booking in wrestling that insulted us. Like, right? Like, think about this whole season of Game of Thrones. Uh, like, this whole season. What a bummer. Wrestling is that all the time. And I saw many, 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 many a tremendous amount of wrestling fans yeah. who were like kind of saying to everybody, hey, you didn't like this one season of Game of Thrones? Try being a wrestling fan. Yeah. That's an actual sentiment of 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 many uh, professional wrestling fans is that like we expect to be disappointed. We get excited <laughs> for something and we know they don't deliver. We uh-huh. like something and the next second they just shit on it. Yeah. That's uh, accepted. Right. Mm-hmm. They did that for years because they're the biggest WWE's the biggest game in town, biggest game in town. And it's cumulative effect. You get less and less excited to watch it, less and less. But you're like, I want to support wrestling. I like this talent. The talent is still good. Yeah. And I love that this product exists and it's still fun to go to. Yeah. And it's a fun thing. Right. It's still better than most stuff. Sure. Uh, and then the second we were shown an alternative, everyone was like. Yeah, thank God. Like, it relieved this pressure. Yeah. You're like, no, but like, oh, I could still watch wrestling and I could see it for the reason I like it. And these people might do a better job. It's competition. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's a, a really, it's a real exciting time. The, just the interesting thing is how immediately the, the paradigm shift, to put it in yeah. quotes, that's what Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, called it in the promo. He said, this is what's called a paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. And now Jericho is claiming that more and more wrestlers want to come on his podcast. And one thing WWE did is they completely burned a bridge with Jericho, even though he's wrestling over there. Uh, uh, and he says that like he's technically not, WWE wrestlers are not allowed to come on his podcast now. This stuff just makes it wow. worse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know? It's like, it, hate the... Um, hate the game, don't hate the player. <laughs> Not to mention John Oliver yeah. comes out with these things that they matter. This stuff, they don't have an impact where people are going to stop watching tomorrow. No. But the we're seeing a cumulative snowball effect mm-hmm. where John Oliver's like, oh, they're also paying these guys 1099s. They're not giving them uh, health insurance. Plus, uh, now you have AEW, which is coming out. They did... First off, Double or Nothing was the first century inclusive wrestling event ever, right? They had specific booths and and I don't know the complete I've watched the thing I don't remember but like uh they catered to the handy uh the handicap mm-hmm. up like more than any other event it has That's great. you had openly gay wrestlers Love um it. Tran- a trans wrestler mm-hmm. um they're saying that they're going to pay the women and men uh more equal like this is they're, right. c- they're committed to this stuff yeah. you have an intergender couple at the helm of the whole thing it's just, it's with the times. It's fucking exciting. Yeah. You know? It's great. And it looks more like our world, which I think is always important to. Yeah, because whether you like it or not, you have Donald, uh, you have like Vince McMahon, the whole McMahon family in the White House. There's a picture of all of them yeah. with Trump <laughs> in the White yeah. House, you know? Now, uh-huh. I'm not saying like if you're a Trump, well, I mean, listen, I'm not saying if you're a Republican, a Trump supporter is a whole different thing, but Very different. if you're a, 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 a Republican, I'm not saying that's like a bad thing, right? Like I, sure. I, I don't consider myself anything, whatever. Uh, but like, uh, we know that this is a divided, uh, we live in a divided nation right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why wouldn't wrestling be divided? Why wouldn't anything be divided? You know, yeah. our news is divided. Yeah. Like the way our news is portrayed to us, so it's really, it's, it's, 
it's a confluence of events, which is always like the most interesting shit. So let's talk about another good thing that happened in WWE this week, okay? Great. Kofi Kingston. So let's talk about the difference between like Seth Rollins and Becky. They're coming out. Literally, Seth, Becky's promo is about like, I, I feel in contempt. I'm feeling good for the first time, but I don't want to feel like that. So I'm not going to. It's like, I'm not sure that's how that works. Like, yeah. you're in a good zone, whatever. But like, Kofi came out and he, and he was talking about winning at WrestleMania. I was like, oh, he went to Ghana with the title, mm-hmm. with where he was born, right? And. Which is what uh, I saw that and I was like, I can't believe they made you pretend that you were from Jamaica or whatever. Yeah, I know. Yikes. Anyway, continue. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. From um, Jamaica. Not yeah. even close. <laughs> not even close. His gimmick was, because he had dreads, they're like, you're Jamaican, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, he but, literally would come out and go like, bah, bah, like it was fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah. But, and listen, twi- listen. You know, it, it happened. Going backwards it, is problematic also, right? It is, yeah. So, and now he's a WWE champion, won it at WrestleMania. Yeah. Went to Ghana. I love that video. I thought it was fun. You see, like, all these kids with the title. Yeah. And, like, he, I went, he's like, I went there. It, that segment, the opening of SmackDown was, like, perfect to me. He came out. He's like, I went there, and he was, like, emotional. I hadn't been there in, uh, I don't know. He said, like, I have been there in, like, 20, 20 years, years or some shit. He hugged his grandma for the first time in 20 years. Yeah. I was like, yes, this is so great. Now, by the way, he's working for WWE for a while. A little bit on him? No? Sure, yeah. I mean. <laughs> he couldn't I make mean, the trip? He's busy. Couldn't fly her in? He's a star. <laughs> he's busy. I don't know. Grammy's busy too. I love She's to got a bunch of her. shit going on. She's like, listen, I know it's a big deal, but he could have came. I mean, I, don't <laughs> I think he was wrestling. And, uh, but like, anyway, I've been emailing him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, the point is, that there with the kids, I was like, this is fucking amazing. And then he was like, literally being like, I hope my grandma had seen her in twelve years. Blah blah blah. And then Ziggler comes in. <laughs> the fucking the most like white bread <laughs> you know what I mean like dude yeah. he comes in and interrupts and I'm like that's wrestling yeah. he comes in of something that I'm actually feeling an emotion about and then he comes in and just goes like it should have been me and you're yeah. like oh you <laughs> you're like you know what I mean like you you're like you're, you're like I mean look Ziggler works his ass off you know he's a sure. man but yeah. like, I, honestly, he came great. on and I was like, heat. that's Dan's friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me and Clay were rooting for him, even though we're like, I think you're supposed to be the bad guy here, but you're Dan's friend. So. Well, I think this was great. I think Ziggler's killing it. I think this was some of, some of his best work he's ever done. The whole should have been me angle. And I yeah. kind of like the way they did the segment where they were like, both were like, I got some media. <laughs> like, I'll show you something. Now, I know for the arena it's bad, but it did bring me back. I, I, during that segment, I literally had the thought of, remember when Ziggler, I was like, remember when Ziggler like relinquished the title like on his own and then like Kofi like had that at the ready just to be like yo this is what you did and he's like I never get any opportunities and you're like oh you were a champ and you put the title down and then the difference between Ziggler and Kofi is that Kofi never quits or whatever and he's like you do you quit and he's like fucking Ziggler you're full of shit like I live in lull times like every, I, I like when things are bad it's like right now Z- I, yeah it was great Kofi was kind of saying like yo shit's kind of like not great right now in wrestling essentially the subtext but like I don't care this is where I live this is where I thrive mm-hmm. it was like this, this is, is great. my home no matter what yeah and then that was great and also I like that uh yeah Matthew McConaughey was that raw? I like that. That was fun. <laughs> they pointed him out, and then the next person who came on stage, I can't remember, was like, "All right, all right, all right." <laughs> it was like, "Okay, come on, man." The Miz was like, "All the right." The Miz. Oh, I love the Miz. All right, so these are two who things. Doesn't? Class, but I think you're gonna love to talk okay. about. Okay. Well, first off, have you seen anything with Roman Reigns recently? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. So, uh, okay. So then, uh, let me just. 
talk about Roman Reigns for a second? Okay, I'm pulling up a photo of him because okay. I know I know who he yeah, is. Yeah, you know who he is. Trust me, you know who he is. Roman Reigns, okay, uh, yeah. but it's not surprising you forgot about him. <laughs> I know the name and I'm looking at his photo. Okay, yeah, I know this dude. I'm trying to decide oh, yeah, who's he's like, a bigger problem for WB right he's now. He's a hunk for sure. R- yeah, stud. Well, is that what we're talking about? Hunk or not? No, I mean, look. the guy's I'm going to say hunk. Drop, drop dead gorge. <laughs> the guy is gorgeous. Sure. Great looking man. And uh, Vince, you know, that's why he is who he is. He's like, the basically, the, he's the guy in wrestling, WB. Sure. The thing is, like, Roman Reigns, God, I, I, I try not even to, like, spend a lot of time on him on here. Because the Roman Reigns experiment, we get into it, we've talked about it a bunch, and then he had cancer, and he left for a little bit, and he came back healthy, which is great. Yeah, I mean, I That's don't a wish feat, any, for sure. Yeah, and he doesn't. I don't wish any. I don't wish any ill will to him. But the guy is has no fucking charisma. Uh, like he has a lack of charisma to the point where, like, it's this thing where it's like, can you imagine if this sounds like sh- kind of shitty? But like, this is pro wrestling, right? And they are pushing the angle that like he's a survivor of cancer and he came back and beat it and he's in that Cena role and he's not really able to make and maybe he's not comfortable I don't know but he's yeah. weird. but he goes on every talk show and talks about it and he has the ribbon on his shirt so I imagine that he does see this as a cause as a leukemia survivor mm-hmm. but he's really unable like with his level of charisma to like spin that into his character to show like as I've yeah. persevered through harder things and like look how I am here. Do you I think it's here. that he's not a great actor? No, he's not. He's terrible. Yeah. And that's that's something that is interesting about wrestling is that you have to be so many things. You have to be an athlete and you have to kind of be a dancer right. and you have to be an actor like and uh, you know every wrestler has different levels of you right. know the, their thing and uh, not everybody's going to be great in the same way and that's what's great about right. it. Um but yeah, he um, he's uh, like total hunk. Yeah. He um, he's uh, super strong. <laughs> he's right. a good yeah. wrestler. But yeah, if, he's got the size. Yeah, he's got he's got the look. He's got mm-hmm. the look. But, but if you don't have, have it on the mic, like you gotta. Um, and he doesn't really have this likability that we hear he has off screen. Like yeah. they, but when he when he's there, I mean, I, 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 all I want to say, and it sounds shitty, but look, I'm honest on here. I bring honesty here, mm-hmm. and we know part of what we love about professional wrestling is the work shoot element of it. That like real life blends into the writing, mm-hmm. and so they write things, they dial it up, dial it down, whatever. <laughs> Not being able to take his actual struggle and make himself the biggest good guy in this company yeah. is kind of a, it's kind of like a writing failure. Definitely. The booking was bad. He shouldn't have came out back at WrestleMania. That was mm-hmm. a PR move that was not best for business for him because when he came back, it should have been strong. And then also it's a thing where he, he really is just not the guy. Like yeah. I, I, I know he's. Not. He looks like the guy to beat. I've always been fine with him in that role of like you got to beat him. Uh, Honestly, I, he needs. Uh, this is. <laughs> yeah. He needs to take a storytelling class and an improv class to like yeah. um, figure out how to tell his story right. and connect with it and connect with an audience um, in an honest way. Maybe everybody could use a little bit of, of improv there, but not sure. to mention this stuff's really. Uh, should, we, should we teach an improv class to a WWE? They talked about it. at one point. They were gonna do it. Uh, I'm available. At one point, they were talking about it, but obviously <laughs> nothing. 
you know, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. We'll get more into it. I mean, talk about two, two whatever. I'm going to regret that. But uh, <laughs> so I didn't say it, so I was just going to hold it back. But, uh, you know, whatever. Point is, it's just like Roman Reigns. It's just, it's this thing where it's like when he shows up, when he showed up, I was actually enjoying a lot of Raw and SmackDown, even though it wasn't great episodes. But like he shows up, I'm bummed out. He's an immediate reminder of why I'm so excited for AEW. Yeah. Like, he is. But not in the same way with Cena. Like, not, how many years go by? Like, Cena, yeah, in the beginning I wasn't that into Super Cena, you know? But, like, then at some... But at some point I was like, yeah, he is the guy. It comes down to Mike. He's You have to... You gotta have some more... Way more Mike. I'll meet you halfway, but he's not He's not even halfway. Yeah. And he's a great wrestler in ring. He's yeah. got the look. If you put him in big matches, he will uh, deliver, assuming you like Superman punches and spears. Some people argue that his moves are, like, stale. I'll even be like, yo, I'll buy it. That's his move set. And then mm-hmm. he could put together a really fluid match. He looks strong. He makes other wrestlers look good. He wrestles little guys amazingly. Um, he has great chemistry with some wrestlers. But ultimately, it's a come on, man. Like, uh, he, he's done enough to be the biggest good guy in this company. And it's just not clicking. And I don't know how long. Keep getting behind him. You're just doing AEW's bidding. You're going to keep making all these other companies better. Mm-hmm. Just keep putting him in front of us. And no one likes that, it. Not saying that he You shouldn't. should know who Roman Reigns is. Sarah, yeah. you've been here enough times where, like, if I say Roman Reigns, that's on him. Like, you know who John Cena is. Yeah, sure. I yeah. mean, yeah, but I've known John Cena for years. Yeah, um, but. But Roman Reigns, I agree. I and it, it doesn't yeah. mean that he doesn't, um, he shouldn't be a wrestler or whatever. It is just like they need to um, start writing for his skill set. Right. And if it's not like thinking of acting, if it's not, if he's not a leading man, you know, if he's not going to be like the romantic lead or whatever, you know, make him the, um, the weird professor or make him like figure out what his, (laughs) the weird professor, (laughs) Roman Reigns, the weird weird professor. Oh my God, it's the big dog, the weird professor. (laughs) (laughs) The big, the weird professor versus the big old bear. (laughs) I mean, the the guy, he thinks he's a bear. Maybe Roman Reigns starts thinking he's a bear. Uh Or maybe Give him the fucking Vigo angle. Uh-huh. He's waiting for the Messiah. He's, He's too waiting. big. There we go. <laughs> the Messiah angle is so good. It's pretty good. <laughs> but what if Roman Reigns just thought it was a big old bear? <laughs> Does it have to be your Messiah? It's a, it's a, it's a fictional yes. Messiah. It is someone who if is going to come this, Your save... Messiah is real. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about no, a fictional no, no. kayfabe Messiah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. going to come save uh, the state of wrestling. That's right. Yeah. So anyway... Um, uh, all right, all right. So anyway, Roman Reigns. I'm just. It's just whatever. All right. Let's talk about this 24 seven title. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, quickly yeah. explain what that is. To yeah. Me. So the 24 seven title is a title that's defended 24 seven, and sure. you don't need a ring. All you need is a referee to do the count. So you basically go around just pinning people anywhere. <laughs> and so you hold on to this thing. Like if you had it, I could show up at your house yes. and like uh, wake you up and like take it. Or or I could be sleeping. Just pin me while oh, okay. I'm sleeping and so take you have the title. to like sleep. Sleep with it. You got to shower with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, um, so you're, you're like going to Disneyland with it for your life. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a bad title. Yeah. I don't, honestly, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, it's. And so the thing about it is that when it was called the hardcore title during the Attitude Era, and that was like mankind had it, and the whole point of it was like, yo, I'm so extreme, and there's a bunch of more extreme wrestlers like, sure. I'll wrestle you anywhere, come at me anytime, any day. Sure. But now we're in the PG era of wrestling, mm-hmm. and so it's like, uh, just it's like remove the hardcore element. Yeah. 
And I was like, that's dumb, but it, it, it takes away the point of the title. The title's super ugly looking, but I actually think it's kind <laughs> of the joke of it actually now. Uh-huh. But the way they decided to book it was like, oh, there's an actual skill. There's an actual skill to the 24-7 title, and it's called Creative Goof. And they make R-Truth, who is the master of the 24-7 title. He knows how to hide. He's an excellent hider. <laughs> And he's a very sneaky, clever, uh, unique, uh, 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 has a unique offense. So he loses the title every episode. By the end of the episode, he has it back every time. And he's defending it on social media. It's actually really good. This is like a Scooby-Doo episode. Yeah, so uh, during the episode of SmackDown, he went under the ring, and then when all of a sudden the bell rung, and they're like, R-Truth's the champion, and we couldn't see. And then on... DocWB.com, they put out a video that was him winning the title underneath the ring. (laughs) (laughs) That was really funny. That's very funny. But so it's like a great spot for guys like R Truth, uh, uh, Drake Maverick, uh, like uh, No Way Jose. This is a great spot for those guys. Titus, is it? The problem with the 24 7 title, it's a terrible spot for like Cedric Alexander. Like guys who are actual great wrestlers who are not goof. They're more workers in ring guys. Yeah. That's why Cedric Alexander said, I missed 205 Live because he's like, I want to wrestle. I don't want to be like running running around like an yeah. idiot. Some guys do. So it's kind of funny. Honestly, this is the Benny Hill uh, title. Yeah. But is that the. Uh, who's Benny Hill? Benny Hill's the. From, um, um, like from uh, British comedy like you always see him um like with this song like running around like oh i don't i mean i know the name but i don't know what it is i know she know what i'm talking about yeah that song yeah yeah that's a classic i know they're like no 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 you're doing ghostbusters what were you trying to figure out he doesn't know who benny hill is oh wait i do it sounds familiar but i'm like why am i blanking okay yeah that's that guy yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And he's uh, always doing videos of, like, him running around and, uh, like, fast forward. This guy died in 92, sorry to break it to you. And also, <laughs> a fun fact, had the same birthday as me. He exactly. Was also, wow. He's exactly 60 years older than me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he was also born in the city the Titanic left in 1914. Southampton. Wow. Uh, what an unfun fact. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so um, anything Titanic is fun, Daniel. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, that's the problem. But like, I actually think one thing they're doing that's really smart is EC3, the wrestler, is uh, walking around with a with like a, a look on his face, like I hate this. And I think we're being worked. I think he's gonna get angry, and like that's gonna be an angle. Or it's like, hey, they were making me do that bullshit. So I think they're gonna do something smart there. Did you see the arm wrestling match? Oh, no, I missed the arm wrestling match. Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. Let me tell you about this segment. I actually love this segment. It's just two huge dudes. There's always room for this in wrestling. Two huge guys arm wrestling. One guy wins, right? And then the other guy just gets so mad about it, he throws (laughs) chalk in his face and power slams him. End of segment. Uh, Listen, this is a little touch of the 90s. I'll always watch this. Mm -hmm. We all love it. We love the 90s, don't we, people? We love the 90s. We do. We love it. We love it. Uh, But yeah, like, listen, I got no problem with this segment. I understand that it's probably something you're going to shit on. People will shit on. Uh, But listen, two huge guys arm wrestling. Come on. I'll take it. Come on. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. It's fun. It's like Dino Bravo shit. Like, there's always room for that. 
yeah. You ever been it. in an arm wrestling match? <sighs> yes. But like a real one? I mean, not like a real one, like there's fans and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't been in one a long time, but. I mean, wait, wait, wait. Pretty wait good. Is there something we don't know about you? You, you, you were I'm in an arm in a wrestling. League? Uh, league? Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing about arm wrestling uh, they had the arm wrestling rig set up. Where like you you hold yeah uh, you hold on to something and that I think makes it uh, that, that 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 I've never wrestled with a thing where you hold the bar mm-hmm. so I've never had that but like is arm wrestling directly tied to like uh, this sounds dumb but like strength like is it like <laughs> the more jacked guy wins I or think is it kind so? of like a specific skill where like because there's it, like a real skinny guy who can out arm wrestle you I, don't, I think it is just muscle because there's, yeah. there's not like agility happening as far as I know uh, yeah. sound off um, sound off on the Facebook page or I don't think I've ever seen Twitter over the top of, the movie honestly oh I saw it they did it um, like a big UCB show like yeah, years ago I think I saw it when I was a kid but I have That's no memory fun. of it mm-hmm. like that premise of that movie is that these guys arm wrestle for yeah. a living. Yeah, it's like um, Arno, uh, not <laughs> Arnold. Uh, Sylvester Stallone is like a truck driver who also and arm Hogan, wrestles. Right? I can't remember. All I remember <laughs> is Sly Stallone. Wait, Stallone, I think, and also uh, what's his fucking name with the mohawk? Mr. T. No, maybe. <laughs> Wait, oh man, I can't, I can't believe remember. I this is a movie that's been on my two. two uh, we'll do it over the top. Uh, we'll bonus do it over. The, you got <laughs> to. <laughs> we, we have to. <laughs> Has Stallone ever been in the ring? Um, I mean, he a boxer, but I mean, with uh, Thunder Lips and Rocky Three, uh, Hogan, <laughs> they wrestle. Yeah, it's Stallone and. Uh... All right, here we go. Why the fuck is? Why can't it? it, 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 it... I'm so frustrated. I'm so frustrated. <laughs> what are you looking up? Wait, who's in this? Who is in over the top? What actors? It looks like it's just Stallone is the only. Is there an over the top too? I don't think so. Okay, anyway. Listen, guys, I'm going uh, oh, <laughs> to... No, no, they, they didn't sequel over the top. <laughs> they didn't sequel over okay, the top. you got um, Sylvester Stallone, David Mendenhall, uh, Rick Zumwalt. I don't know who that is. I don't know who most of these people are. Susan Blakely, okay. Terry Funk. I mean, oh, that's... Oh, Terry Funk, nice. Yeah. The Funk Man. Magic, uh, Magic Schwartz. So yeah. all right, so Sarah, uh, I, I we pretty much covered everything I wanted to talk about, but the, I want to ask you, like, can I? And, and also, I, I know I didn't actually didn't cover the women's wrestling well this week. I didn't have that many opinions on it. Like Bailey, I'm 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 not gonna jump down Bailey's throat. I got a couple text people being like, Bailey's like terrible on the mic. She stinks. And I, I'm kind of like, I'm just going to let her roll with it. Like, let's just see what happens. I know Alexa Bliss is the number one contender. Let's just see. They're, they're playing the seeds on that. My one note is I really dig what Lacey Evans is doing. Charlotte has to stop popping up in every segment. Mm-hmm. And it, Lacey had a very fun outfit. She looked like... Always. Um, uh, what do you think of Lacey Evans? Um, I thought she was a Southern Carmen San Diego, and I was into it. Yeah, that's that's kind of <laughs> my... I've always said that about her. Like, I, do, I dig the gimmick. I think mm-hmm. the look is not totally right. Yeah, it's weird. The hats are too Carmen San Diego. Yeah. Uh, like, they are they don't read as, like, Southern to me. No. But that's where her thing is. But she also is kind of, like, all-American, because uh, she's, like, literally, like, like is a... Ex Marine and like takes pictures like flexing in front of like fighter jets and shit. It's all she's by the way, 
she's fucking great. Yeah. Uh, I think that's why Charlotte can't just be popping up every time. And also, she's like an example. She needs to be able to be looser. She's getting out there. She's coming off so stiff and scripted. Yeah. Let her figure it out. Let it send her out there. Throw your kid into the fucking deep end. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, I think she's but Alexa Bliss is so good at, yeah. on the microphone. She's such a great actress. Like mm-hmm. she runs circles around the rest of them. Um, yeah, and that's also the problem. Is like in the women's division, there's such a like uh, uh, there's such like a, a, a what's the word disparity in talent. Like there's like a big gap between what some of them could do in the ring and the other one could do in the ring and what, and what some women can do on the microphone and the other, like, but like, mm-hmm. it, it's like, I wish the talents were a little, like Charlotte is such a better wrestler than the rest of them. It's like, you know, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, there is. Um, and that's the thing too. I feel like the, uh, it's better now than it used to be, but there are a lot of like the female wrestlers, uh, their characters are still very like lady stuff. Uh, what flavor? Duh. Lime. <laughs> You did it in the wrong order, Dan. Oh, shit. Were you trying to reverse the letters there and you reverse the words? No, honestly, I don't think about what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, I don't plan at all. This I just open it up and then just see, like, a true, like, stream of consciousness. Like a true improviser. I might next time just be like, oh, I wish I was a baby. <laughs> 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 who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, but there's still, what? what's your, when you see it, what feels like a problem to you? Um, It's not a problem necessarily, but it just feels like the uh, female wrestlers are, like the characters they're playing are are still very like stereotypy. Like, like when I, um, I was on a all female sketch team and uh, after, long after they uh, were first formed, but I would hear stories about when they were first formed and like directors and whatever would come in and be like, okay, so what are some, uh, what are sketches that, um, about women? Like, what and are you're things? Like, we just want to do sketches. Yeah, we're like, we want to do like sketches about aliens and like uh, mobsters and like whatever. Um, and I feel like uh, the women's, uh, women's wrestlers are right. still kind of like, um, okay, you've got to be okay. Let's uh, be a character, but like, what's a sexy version of this? It's like women on Halloween. It's like I'm a fucking sexy nurse or a sexy blah blah blah. Yeah. When it's like, just be a fun, interesting thing. I want to see a female Undertaker. Um, I want to see someone. Yeah. Yes. I want to see a big old bear. So yeah, <laughs> I mean Sarah. Stop. Oh my god. I gotta tell you, you are one weird dude. You're not wrong. You know, uh, you want to. Uh, uh, it, yeah, that is so fucking interesting what you said because like I think that's what I really responded to with like Ronda Rousey like why mm-hmm. I loved Ronda so much and I was so apologetic to her like sometimes absolutely abysmal microphone work like sometimes <laughs> it was it was uh, uh, like uh, damaging <laughs> like sometimes it was like ah, that was fine that wasn't good like, sometimes it was like that that hurt everybody that took off a year of everyone's <laughs> life you know but like um is because she felt like a real threat in a way that like the women's division had never had before. Yeah. And she like she rose the ships, you know what I mean? Like a like a high tide rises ships, whatever the, <laughs> is that the expression like that. Something like that. It rises all ships, right? Uh is that what it is, Anosh? What is the expression, Anosh? What what is it in Canada? A rising tide uh raises all ships. And what's the Canadian version? Rising tide raises all ships. Rising tide harvest the potatoes. Yeah, yeah, you know how Canadians are. Yeah, yeah, very Canadian, very Canadian. But um uh yeah, like she rose the division up because she was like she felt like a real threat and she felt important. 
That's why, like, Shayna Baszler, when she comes up, you don't know her, but in NXT, she was a real MMA fighter. She feels like she could easily be, like, the female Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like, she Get feels- her a bear costume. Yeah, I don't even- Make her a big- Sarah, you know what? Bear. If you're not going to take the women's division <laughs> seriously, well, I then, am. You know- Honestly, I'm just leaning too hard into this. It's very fun. Bro. <laughs> you thought I was in a bro, but <laughs> you were wrong, baby. Can you smell what the Rossi is kicking? That's my dad, everybody. That's say, my dad. Does he say the Rossi? Yeah. Is kicking? My dad's never pronounced a name correctly in his entire life. What was he trying my dad to say? Says this, I, I always say this, but my dad goes, you know you know what my favorite actress actresses. He's like, Francis McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> I've loved because I, I've loved her since Fargo. Francis McDonald. <laughs> I love her. What a thing. I love her enough to not know her name ever. So uh, my parents, well, they this, they don't care to learn names of celebrities sure. at all. They'll like respect their work, but they it just, they can't get Dolph Ziggler right. <laughs> uh, like they call him Ziegler. They go uh, <laughs> Ziegler. They go, you, you're for you. You still talking to Ziegler? <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so look, but the last thing I want to end with is like, Sarah, I'm asking you, mm-hmm. as my best friend who's not a bro, <laughs> uh, can I watch uh, Super Showdown? <laughs> In Saudi Arabia. So two factors. Mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler, who is my friend, sure. he has a title shot against Kofi Kingston. Yeah. A, a heavyweight title shot. Now, the odds are that he's not going to win the belt. It's like a holdover match like because it's because we know it's kind of a house show. Mm-hmm. We know that. And maybe they'll just keep the, the feud going. Sounds like, like my guess is like Kofi will like sneak out a pin and then Ziggler will beat him up. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. Starting him with the chair and then they'll keep it going. Um. And then, but then, like Goldberg, my favorite wrestler of all, but, but listen, my favorite wrestler of all time is an exaggeration, but two of my favorite wrestlers of all time are Goldberg and the other, uh, the Ultimate Warrior. Uh-huh. Ultimate Warrior, just when I was a kid, just it completely enchanted me. And Goldberg, I was like, I can't believe this guy is not only a man, but also a Jew <laughs> and looks like that. Uh-huh. And at 50, inspires me. I look at him like, God, he's a fucking man yeah. of principle. Uh, uh, I love the guy. You, both of these guys can't wrestle. Two of my favorite wrestlers have no wrestling ability. <laughs> so I don't know what that says about me. But he's wrestling The Undertaker for the first time. Sure. How do I not watch this? Is there a way that you can watch it on like YouTube? It, okay. If I watch it, well, if I watch it with like one of those Eclipse Thing. Like, you, yeah. know, you know, you can watch an eclipse. Does that count? You know, like, <laughs> like through a hole in yeah, a paper. A hole in paper. <laughs> Just Does get a pinhole <laughs> in a black sheet of paper. <laughs> Does that help if I do it like that? Does that mean like, uh, no? That uh, I mean, watching. What's the difference? I'm. It's on the network for free. I already subscribed to the yeah. network. What What am I actually doing? Well, okay. Here's how ideally you would watch it because you're gonna right. watch it. I didn't watch the last one. Oh, really? I might not. I okay. actually might not. Okay. Uh, to be honest, I'm leaning towards not. I'm, yeah. I might not watch it. Like, and again, I say it's not. This is not some like crazy uh-huh. protest. This is like I don't think this is right that yeah. we go over there. I think like is it is like flat out un-American. Great. You know what I mean? I think that's how I, I love it. I, I, I uh, then I think you because um, they've already been paid, so it's not like wrestling is going down if you don't anything. watch it. Yeah. So I say. Watch the um, the the matches you want to watch on YouTube. Um, don't so don't give them the numbers on their app um, saying that you watched it. Also, the app is terrible. 
I was using what, what it. What do you use it on what? Apple um, TV? Uh, on Roku. Roku? Yeah. I think I was mostly just Mac because I it's like. It's good on the Apple TV. Oh, okay. I mean, no, the different. app is terrible. The layout is fine The on, on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. the Like, our, our problem is I was watching NXT on Saturday uh, with uh, my my, uh, my buddy Mike Lawrence, friend of the show, and uh, we were watching it, and he, we're, the only reason I bring it up is because I was watching it at his house, and his he did it through the smart TV, and it does it on mine, too, sometimes, where it's like, you hit watch from the beginning, and it goes live, and oh. then I saw an ending of a match. No! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Like that, that can't happen. They gotta yeah. fix it. But I think generally, it, it's not terrible. To be honest, I think it's a little chintzy. But part of me, chintzy looking. You mean like it doesn't look right? Yeah, it's just like hard to navigate. Yeah, it is like okay. I want to see Raw. Um, and it uh, first off, the Raw wasn't Raw's on, not there. on there. Yeah, it's not on there. I didn't know that. But um, yeah, it just the way everything is organized. I don't know. I wasn't a fan of it. Yeah, Raw's not on there. It's but a maybe big, it's just because they didn't have what I was looking for. Yeah, no. Anyway, all right, so you say I watch it on YouTube. Sarah says it. You guys, yeah. let me know what I should do. Uh, as of now, I'm going to be watching it on YouTube is what it is, or through an eclipse hole in a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you. Anyway, hey, guys, we're going to keep going. We're uh, uh, On Monday, we're going to have our fitness episode, Cal Lifestyle uh, Fitness slash whatever we end up talking about episodes, but apparently we got a bunch of questions, right, Anosh? We do, yes. So we'll be answering great. your questions. It's the response to these episodes has been uh, fucking great. I love it. I love hearing that like you guys are back in the gym because I'm doing it. Like that is the uh, extremely high compliment. It means a lot to me, and uh, I'm glad that we can have a positive effect on anyone's life here. Um, while tanking mine in the process. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you can support us on uh, patreon.com slash comedians wrestling. A bonus episode. I'm going to do an episode just talking about all things NXT TakeOver. A great, great show from this weekend. And uh, support the show. Support uh, our uh, projects and uh, and everybody. Sarah, and, uh, check out Everything is Rent Podcast. Check out Everything is Rent Podcast. We're wrapping it up. But you can also follow me on Instagram at yes. Claspy. Um, or come to my shows, Cardinal Redbird in LA Tuesday nights at 11 o'clock or Asian AF once a month in LA. Um, or, you know, just like um, say what's up. Yeah, say what up to Sarah. She's in the <laughs> Facebook group. Join our Facebook break, group, Facebook group. Oh, oof. Uh, I'm telling you, because the LaCroix is not as potent as it once was. We got to cut you off from coffee. Comedians of Wrestling uh, Facebook podcast, Facebook group. Check that out. Follow me on Instagram. I'm posting uh, my jokes. I'm posting pictures of how fucking jacked I am now on at damn black <laughs> attack. Sarah, is it obnoxious? Um, it's a lot, but I like it. Okay, absolutely. It's just, it's just noxious. Noxious? Just noxious. Oh, not, not, ob? Ob, not ob. Wow. Not ob. Anyway, hey, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.